This is Natasha Legero, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shawbell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is comedian, actress, and author Natasha Leggero. Natasha was a regular on Chelsea Lately, created the Comedy Central sitcom Another Period, and has a Netflix special called The Honeymoon Stand-Up Special. We talk about her book, The World Deserves My Children, and her comedy career during this episode. Natasha, welcome to Five Questions. Great to be here. How did all your childhood jobs shape who you are as a professional today? I do talk about that. My husband always says, when you talk about your childhood, you sound like Cinderella. Because I did work in a grocery store and have a paper route and work at the JCC snack bar and babysat. I catered weddings. I just had so many jobs. As I have a child now, and I'll try to get her to just take her dish from the table into the sink and she won't do it. It's very challenging for me because I do remember I was like always cleaning. I used to have to edge the lawn. I suppose it made me appreciate my free time maybe that I have. Now when I'm able to have free time, I think that, you know, it also has given me a good work ethic. When I started stand up, I was very determined that I had to work really hard. So I remember I had like a little diary and I would keep track of the amount of shows I would do each week. I would tally them up at the end of the week. if I did seven shows one week, then the next week I'd be like, okay, I have to do at least seven shows. Having to work since you're a teen or whatever, it really did help me figure out how to manage my time and work hard and not be afraid of working hard because the results aren't immediate. And I think you just have to put the time in. Definitely. And I mean, one of the things that I would take away from that is you have a certain appreciation for where you are now because of where you've been and the work you've put in and you're not better you know, than anyone right? Meaning like you started just doing these type of jobs and and it's kind of grown and one job to the next job to the next job. And similar to trying to be a successful comedian, you're just kind of bouncing around from the next gig to the next gig to the next gig. And you're not kind of better than anything. Like you could, you know, do stand up to 20 people, right? Or 50 people, right? Like everyone starts somewhere. And there's a ton of comedians. What do you think has made you stand out from everyone else and kept you inspired and driven since you started your career? About three years after I started comedy, I was like, I'm just going to dress up. Someone in an acting class, there was a, <laughs> a little saying up on the wall and it said, if you dress like the audience, you become one of them. And that like really had an effect on me. And I was like, I'm the one they're going to be listening to when they come for this half hour or whatever. So I'm going to dress the part. And I think that that kind of psychologically helped me in performance. Additionally, I felt that If I dressed up and maybe even had like gloves on and glamorous jacket and I just sort of could get away with more (laughs) (laughs) because people didn't see me necessarily as just like some girl who lives in LA who's complaining about things. It was more like, oh, maybe she's like a little bit of a heightened character. And then I could kind of, like I said, get away with a little more. And it's probably about relatability. And if everyone's dressing the same, think about Lady Gaga. She clearly dressed different than anyone probably ever has in entertainment. And, you know, of course, there was some defined talent there, but that probably helped her stand out as well. Now a word from our sponsor. Having trouble hiring, retaining, and developing your workforce? iSolved is here to help. 
I saw PeopleCloud as a comprehensive human capital management solution that helps you employ, enable, and empower your workforce throughout the entire employment lifecycle. From attracting and recruiting, to onboarding and compliance, from payroll and benefits to time and labor management, and from talent management to predictive people analytics. Transform your employee experience for a better today and a better tomorrow with iSolved. For more information, go to iSolvedHCM.com. And how did you come up with the book title, The World Deserves My Children, and what do you hope people get out of it? It's a comedy book, so it's definitely comedic stories. They're all about my journey of motherhood and you know, there's so much new technology in terms of like freezing your eggs and all the different things that are available to women to have babies later in life. And I didn't really understand it all when I was going through my journey. And so I felt like I wanted to talk about that and all of the kind of details that I went through, but in a comedic way. And the title, The World Deserves My Children, it was sort of after you write about things from a lot of different angles, you start to realize like, for me personally, I was like, kind of happened when Trump was elected and I was like, oh, you know, I have these egg babies on ice, but I don't think I'm going to have kids. Like if this is how the world is going to be. And then after really meditating on it and thinking about it, I started to realize, you know, the dumb people can't be the only people having kids. Is it fair to the kid to bring them up in this world that coastal change will be inevitable in their lifetimes and there's racial inequality? and so much vitriol and AI is going to take over and you know are the kids going to get on Instagram and have body image issues when they're 10 you know there's just so many things happening COVID you know there's just like so many things and you're like is it fair to bring a child into this world gun violence I mean there's so many things Natasha I mean and the thing is a lot of my friends you wrote a book basically you know with your humor but a lot of my friends are thinking the same thing what do you say are the biggest challenges parenting during these chaotic and uncertain times and how have you dealt with them? Because I think we're going to be uncertainty for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I agree. And I think that for me, it's just been my biggest personal struggle is not being afraid of everything. And I talk about it in the book a little bit because above anything is like, how do I just keep this person safe and healthy? and beyond myself and my needs and okay now there's covid and if i bring her for a haircut is that potentially could she get long covid and never be able to smell again and you know letting your mind go into these like you know i'm taking her to the grocery store is 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 this irresponsible of me as a mother and you know just questioning yourself constantly and just being in this like state of fear over everything, you know, is am I doing something to her brain because I give her the iPad, but I need a break and I don't have childcare. And you know, it's like, I'm, I'm trying to just know that, you know, I'm, I'm making the best decisions I can out of love. And I'm, I'm lucky that I have a partner who sees things in a slightly different way. So we can have some kind of balance. Like, you know, he's always trying to make sure that our family is having fun. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good because I'm just trying to keep us safe, but just trying to get a little bit more of his energy in terms of like, not always being afraid of like, what's the worst thing that can happen in this moment during this excursion? And how am I going to prevent it or handle it when it comes? You know, just instead of having my mind go 100% there all the time, I'm, I'm just trying to relax a little bit and enjoy the moment because I know these years, my kid's already five, so I, I know they go by so fast. And we still have to live life. I was in Las Vegas and the driver who was driving me to the airport was like, did you know that the person who killed like 60 people in Las Vegas as they were walking down the street was took a shot from your hotel? I'm like, 
I'm like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I feel like some of this stuff is inescapable. It's not just struggles it's like internally that people have, obviously, you know, mental health and all these things, but it's also externally. I mean, you just go on social media, like you were saying before, or you watch the news or, or you're just like living life and someone says something like is definitely a tough world. But at the same time, as you were saying, you just kind of have to live life at the same time. What are you never going to go outside again? And what's your best piece of career advice? The thing that really helped me since my career is specifically stand up, I would say two things. One thing is when I went to do stand up at the comedy store, I would go every Sunday until Mitzi Shore would come to, you know, let you know if you were going to be a paid regular or not. But there was a little sign at the sign up that said, you don't have to be funny for three minutes. You just have to be yourself. That was really instructive for me because you would worry so much about what you were saying all the time. And is it going to be funny? Is it going to be funny? And then it's like, well, there is a little bit, you just have to kind of ease into like who you are and let it sort of happen. And the other bit of advice when I started out stand up was from Bobby Lee. And he said, try to make them laugh before you start talking. So I think that is a similar idea in the sense like getting up on stage and it's like how can i be funny with who i am and what i'm doing not just like the jokes i've had i have prepared thank you so much for sharing your wisdom natasha to follow her journey you can read her book the world deserves my children and find her on twitter facebook youtube and instagram where she shares her appearances new projects and comedy tour updates to watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan and please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>